Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an air with ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, real people shipping. Sounds, Sounds fake, fake, but okay. okay. I'm currently spooning the computer Don't tell them that. as we record because I'm no. sleepy, so picture me no. spoon, <laughs> spooning you. I don't you. like it. I also, no. like te- two seconds ago, kissed Sarah's hand. I didn't like that either. Just as a gesture of my friendship and love. No. She didn't like it. No. It's fine. I won't cry about it. <clears throat> this week. We are- <laughs> this week we're going to kill each other. We're talking about shipping real people. Yeah. We talked about shipping, I think it was episode three. A while ago. I think it was episode three. It was a while ago. And I don't think it's one of our more popular episodes. No, it's not. It's not. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. Well, because I think fandom and stuff is very interesting. And so do you. I'm taking Mm -hmm. a class on it this semester. Yeah, we actually, I, we have to read um, some fan fiction for class next week. Exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty. We have to go an archive of our own. I'm pretty excited. Right, about do you it. just get to pick? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, what am I gonna do? My immortal, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you should do my immortal, but like also a good one. I mean, I'm not gonna read my immortal for it because that's like a lot. It's a long that's one. True. It's a lot of time to put in for like probably a five minute discussion about Listen, it. Read good fic. I'll work on it. Um. Yeah, and we've both been a part of many a fandom. Indeed. Um. I feel like we've probably had slightly different fandom experiences. Why, um, why do you say that? Well, I just, I feel like some of the fandoms I've been involved with have been, like, bands and stuff. Yeah, I've never been. Um, yeah, see, for the most part, I would say my fandoms have done, uh, have been, like, book series or, like, TV shows. Yeah, so I've been in those, and I am in those, but in, like, movies or just, yeah. like, for me, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. is pretty involved in that. But, like, I've also been in band fandoms. Right. Which is different. It's different. It brings a more, like, real person element into yeah. it. Because, like, when you're a fan of a book or a TV show, it's really, I for me at least, I care about the characters more. Yeah. At least when it's about, like, shipping or fanfic. Mm-hmm. When you get into bands, it's like, well, there's no character there. It's, like, literally just the person. Right. And you're, like, treading in some weird water there, because that's a real person. Yeah. Like, that's a bat. is a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I think um, one of the things that you see often is, you see this on, like, talk shows, like, late night shows, where people, like, are like, oh, here's this, like fan art that people made of your characters. Yeah. And it's like... Oh, cute. But then they're like, oh, like, haha, like, this is funny or whatever, this is cute. And mm-hmm. it, it is their face, right? But it's not It's that person's them. face. But it's not intended to be them. No. It's not about them. It's usually. very different when that fan art is of the person specifically. And some of right. it's just, like, you know, art of them doing whatever, and that's fine. But, like, some yeah. of it is, like, explicit. Or, like, yeah. it, you know... It involves shipping them with another real person. Mm -hmm. And that's when it gets a little weird. Right. Because I think, as much as I love fandom and I respect it, and, like, I think so much good comes from it, 
there's a, you know, there's a lot of dark sides to it. Mm-hmm. And I think people, you know, people get very emotionally invested and that's fine. But then people get upset sometimes when things don't go the way they want to. Yes. Or if they get so emotionally invested in an idea that doesn't come true or is fake. So, there are literally ship wars. Like, right. in fandom. Right. And so, like, it, that's one thing to me if it's, you know, some fictional characters. Right. And you're, like, getting in ship wars and you're, like, you know, who you think would be a better pair or whatever. And sometimes mm-hmm. those two, even for fictional characters, get a bit nasty. And yeah, it's like, absolutely. all right, guys, let's Calm down. <laughs> chill it down. And, but that's something we talked about in my fandom class is the reason people study fandom, like, in scholarly journals is because it's, like, a replication of the larger society. If you look at a small fandom made up of, like, a thousand people, Mm -hmm. it's very interesting because you can look at it and it's basically, like, a tiny world where the same social values and Mm -hmm. societal hierarchies are still in play. So it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. So you're, like, basically looking at, like, a mini version of the world. And with that comes, you know, some shit. Right. But that shit has even more implications when you're talking and getting upset about someone who is like, real as much as you are. Yeah, they're a real person, they, you know, have a life that they have to continue living, yeah. it would, despite whatever shit their fandom does to them. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so going back to the fan art thing, like, you know, it's interesting, okay, so Superfruit, we've talked about them before. I was just gonna bring that up, yeah. yeah. so we've talked about them before, they are two of the members of the acapella group Pentatonics. Mm-hmm. They have a YouTube channel together, and then they also have their own, like, music side project together. And they are together. objectively the best music ever. Interesting. They're great. Um, <laughs> objectively. <laughs> wouldn't call them objectively the best, but they're, they're wonderful. Um, and they are both, two men, both queer. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people ship them together. Yeah. But they you know, as as much of they've said, are not interested in dating one another. They actually did briefly date in, like, high school and were like, this is weird. No, yeah, they, I think... It was when... They, so they each... Okay, so in Pentatonix, there's also a girl member, and mm-hmm. all three of them um, grew up in high school together, and yeah. they each kind of dated each other, like, yeah. before everyone knew that they were gay. <laughs> and so it was, like, weird. But they, I remember them talking about when they were on the sing-off. They, like, yeah. almost hooked up. They, like, up. tried to hook up. And, and then they were, they were like, like, no, this is gross this and is weird. Strange. Like, we're best friends. But a lot of people do ship them yeah. together. and they are, like, best friends. They are best friends. And they've made, like, funny videos, mm-hmm. like... Because their ship name is Skomish. Mm-hmm. And they made a video about, like, is Skomish real? And they basically, like, led everyone on and right. didn't say no and were, like, joking about, like, kissing mm-hmm. or whatever. So it was really funny. So they've, like, taken it very well. Yeah. And, like, that, that they had a music video that came out recently where, like, the premise of the music video was that they were doing, like, the speed dating thing and it was going really poorly for both of them. Yeah. And then at the end, like, they find each other and then they, like, almost kiss and then, and then they, they like, don't. stop and they're, like, laughing about it. Um, yeah. So, like, they. They they know what's going oh, on. Oh, they're well they have they sell shirts that say Skomish. Yeah. And like, like they, and <laughs> they're actually, marketing I don't think it. They sell them anymore. Well, they were for a while. Um tragic. We'll but like own. they like they'll like retweet art of them being like cute together and like yeah. and they take it pretty well. But at the same time, it's like I feel like either you take it well and you just embrace it mm-hmm. or you push it away and it's like for your own sake it's healthier to just embrace it yeah. I would feel because people will get 
mad. Yeah, if you, like, openly said, like, this is stupid and I hate it, people are gonna be pissed and stop being your fans. Mm -hmm. What they've done that I think is really cool is when their album came out, people were making fan art for, like, every specific song. Mm -hmm. People were coming out with fan art. And so they added it to their Facebook page. They have albums on their Facebook page of people's fan art. And so it's it's really cool and they've, like, embraced it a lot. Yeah. What I think is interesting that I was gonna bring up about Superfruit is that Mitch, Mm -hmm. one of the members, is dating someone. Yes. And I've seen a ton of fan art of them. Yeah. And the guy he's dating, like, isn't famous. I think he's still a student. He's a, he's a college he's kid. A, like, he's a university student. And they they recently went, Mitch went to Paris with some friends and his boyfriend was with him. And so, you know, there was, like, a bunch of pictures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's as much as I think anyone knows about it. That's as much as I know about it. Yeah, so I, I don't there know were, there weren't about him. There weren't videos about it or anything. Yeah. And, like, I don't think anyone knows much about the boyfriend. But I've seen fan art of them. Really? Like, that's wild. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, like, cute. Like, it's yeah. good drawings. But you have to think, how does he feel? Like, this kid yeah. who's, like, a nobody. Right. And, like, all of a sudden he's dating someone that's, you know, kind of famous. And, like, this mm-hmm. is happening. But also, how does he feel about the whole Skomish thing? Yeah. Because obviously he would know, like, they're not a thing. Right. But you have to think, if you see it enough, don't you think it might bother you a little if you keep seeing yeah. it? And I just, I think, like, the reason why the whole Skomish thing works okay is because they're both very comfortable yeah. in the fact that they don't want to date each other. Yeah. I mean, And so I think that's, that's the only reason it works. Yeah. Like, if there were any doubt, it wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, and, like, part of me is, like, I kind of want to ship it, but also, like, no, I don't also want to ship it. At first, I kind of did, but the more I, like, watch them and, like, you know, feel like I kind yeah. of know them. Right. Um, the more I'm like, ew. Like, I also feel like Like, I, absolutely, I absolutely see why people want Oh, definitely. Definitely. Sure. But also, like, I would feel weird if they were actually dating. Yeah. And I feel like that brings us to the idea of, like... You know, because, again, like, ship names for real people. And, like, shipping, like, celebrities or whatever who are dating. And it's, like, if they're already dating, on one hand, I can understand it. um, Because you're, like, oh, you know, these two people are together. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. But also, like, what happens if they break up? Because, like, I remember when Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone broke up. Tragic. A lot of people were really (laughs) upset. Tragic, And, like, it's just, like, if you place so much value if you place so much of yourself on a relationship between two strangers who are real people yeah like that can become problematic for them yeah i know so i watch a decent amount of youtube and there's several youtubers i watch that are couples but there was one um colleen ballinger she plays miranda sings she was married and her and her boyfriend have been dating for a really long time they had kind of like come up on youtube together and so a lot of people were very invested in their relationship. Like, the, their wedding video was online. The engagement yeah, video I remember was online. Watching that. Their wedding was so beautiful. I'm so sad. Um, so, you know, it was a big deal. They divorced oh, after only, like, a year. And it was kind of like, you know, they made a, they each made videos about it. But it sucked because their relationship was so public. It was so public. And then their divorce also, you know, had to be a decent amount of public. Mm-hmm. And then people were sending hate comments and stuff to both of them. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, each of them were obviously upset. But people were like, you know, why could you, why did you do this to them? And they each had a fan base. Yeah, so people that didn't even know the real situation, like mm-hmm. why they divorced. Because they never really talked a lot totally about it. It's not totally clear what yeah, happened. Yeah, it's not totally clear, which is fine, no one needs to know, but people were trying to, like, blame, like, take sides and blame 
other people. And, I know, and like, it was it was so hateful. And you have to imagine these people are going through a divorce. Right. And they're also dealing with total strangers telling them that what they did was wrong and that they're terrible people. Yeah. Like, and, like, I remember, I know with, he said something on the lines of, like, he didn't, he didn't really want the divorce. Yeah, he did. But <laughs> he did say that. But but she did, and so yeah. he was going to respect that. But then people were getting so pissed at her because yeah. it was like, well, why did you want the divorce? Yeah. Why did you make him do it? Yeah, it was like, unfortunate because he did share a bit more than she did, mm-hmm. and he he did say some things that I feel like I would have kept private. Yeah, had it been me, so it did it did make it difficult because she was trying to keep it really private, mm-hmm. and he was saying things like that, and so it was. Yeah. And he made several videos about how his mental state was not great, which is fine, but then it also led people to hate on her, right? And it was a whole thing. Yeah, and which I feel just like sucks, right? And I feel like that's the reason why a lot of famous people try to keep their relationships very private is yeah. because you see these relationships that are super public and if they go wrong it blows up yeah and it's like it's not just a breakup it's like it's everything it's, is going wrong everything's bad yeah. yeah um and so that i find it interesting that like hannah hart mm-hmm. so she's had a couple of relationships over the years she dated Ingrid Nilsson for a couple months, like, right, really? a, right after Ingrid came out. Oh. Um, she was, like, her first, like, you know... Out. Out girlfriend. Relationship. Oh. And uh, they weren't together that long. Yeah. Um, but then I think she dated someone else, and now she's dating... She's dating someone on BuzzFeed. One girl from BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. But their relationship, I don't know how long they've been dating, but she's been sharing kind of a lot. They live together. Yeah, they live together, they do videos together, and I was just kind of surprised. Yeah. Because I I know she's had, you know, public-ish relationships mm-hmm. before, and, like, I feel like if I were her, I wouldn't want to be that public with my relationship. I wonder if people just kind of get sucked into it being like public because I know there's this one YouTuber that I kind of follow. Her name is Kim Tai. She does like beauty and lifestyle stuff. Mm-hmm. And she like recently started dating this guy that she like met at school or because she goes to college still. Yeah. Some guy that she went met at school and she, you know, started being a little open about it. And then she's like, you know, I don't think he's gonna be on my channel. Like I'm trying to keep things personal. Yeah. Like whatever. And then all of a sudden he's on her channel all the time. Mm. They're doing Q and A's and like mukbangs together. Yeah. He's all over her Instagram. Like and so she said I remember seeing that tweet of her saying that and I was like, that's really good. I'm glad she's doing that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden like he's every Everywhere. Yeah. And she's talking, like, tweeting about... It's, it's kind of cringy to me, because you know when people in high school tweet about, like, oh, God, I'm going to marry this guy, like, when yeah. have kids, she's, like, tweeting stuff like that. Yikes. And so it just makes me scared for her, like, if it goes wrong, like, yeah. you know, Henny. Yeah. And I also know, like, Shane Dawson was dating that girl for a while before oh, he came Lisa out. Oh, Lisa Schwartz. Yeah, Lisa. And then they had a really public breakup, and it was, mm-hmm. like, really bad for him. And then now he's dating this guy, Ryland, mm-hmm. and... I remember him saying in a video one time, like, oh, yeah, I said I would never do a public relationship again, and now here I am. Yeah. They, like, both have YouTube channels. It's yeah. super public, whatever. So it's, like, I wonder if, if you just kind of, like, get sucked into it, you know? Hi. It's Sarah from the future, and for some reason something didn't get recorded, but we're talking about Ingrid Nilsson, and that's all you need to know. We're sorry. We're sorry. Bye. Bye. And she, so she dated Luke Conrad. I don't know if you remember him. But he was in the early 2010s. He was he was out there. He had some fans. They were like very openly dating. They did like boyfriend girlfriend tags. They did. Who is that? Do I know I'm, I'm gonna explain. Oh, okay. Give me a minute. <laughs> um, they did like vlogmas and stuff mm-hmm. together. And um, 
Then they broke up, and it was pretty not not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been worse, but it wasn't the greatest. Yeah. And then, not super long afterwards, uh, the internet found out that he had been, like, soliciting nudes from, like, underage fans, Mm. and, like, he, you know, he tanked because of that shit. But, like, I was like, oh, shit, like, ugh. And so, then her next boyfriend, we- (laughs) God, (laughs) We knew him, she was dating him for a while. Mm -hmm. She was, she was, like, still dating him when- she decided she was going to come out, and then she, like, told him, and she was like, I'm sorry. Mm. Anyway, we knew we knew his name. His name was Kurnov, but that was his last name. Mm. We didn't even know his first name. Or, like, yeah. that was his nickname or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, so, like, we knew she was dating him, yeah. and she was open about that, but he was never on her channel. Mm-hmm. I think I only saw him on her Instagram once. Like, yeah. I couldn't tell you what he looked like. Yeah. Like, that's and, the like, way to go, and, it, and I think she, like, learned from that first mm-hmm. one that, yeah. like, that's not what you want to do. Yeah. And, like, when she was dating Hannah Hart, like, it was... They were dating, but it wasn't, like, yeah. in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it... Like, I feel like some of them learn and then some of them don't. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh-huh. she's, had, she's had a couple relationships since, but they're usually, uh, like, maintained to Instagram pictures. Mm-hmm. Never... They're never on her channel. Yeah. She doesn't talk about them a lot. You know, Probably. she keeps it pretty private. I feel like that's the way to go. But then, yeah. on the other hand, we're big fans of Jenna Marbles and Julian. That is true. And I, we talk. We're waiting for them to we, get engaged. See, those are people that, like, <laughs> as much as we say that it's bad for people to get invested, like, we're total mm. hypocrites in this one circumstance. Yeah. Because we are waiting for them yep. to get engaged. If they were to break up, I would die. I literally think I would actually like, cry. I think I, like, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I think I would actually cry. And I've told you this before, but back in the day when Jenna was dating Max No Sleeves, I, I remember them breaking up and I was like really sad, but now I'm like, fuck him. I don't even care. He's Julian still, is like, so much better. He still like channel and does Yeah, he shit. does. Boo. I don't know. But Julian's great. But I, I love, love them. I know. I, oh God. Yeah. That's another thing though, is they weren't. Like, Julian was not a YouTuber when they met. No. They met because he was a bartender. And yeah. he, like, went into her... He She went into his bar, and they met, and then they, like, were dating for a while. And I wasn't following her at the time that they, like, first started dating, so I really don't know, I like, That was kind went. of the time where I didn't watch her as much. Right. So, like, I don't quite remember. Right. It. So then... But then they, like, started living together, and... They've been dating for several years Yeah. Now. And he was... Let me just tell you the whole history of their lives. But he was working in, like, a radio station. Yeah. And then she, like, kind of encouraged... He started helping with her videos, and then Mm. she encouraged him to start vlogging. And now, like, that's his career. Yeah, and he's... Vlogs, he has a production company. He's a very good, like, videographer and cinematographer. Yeah, I mean, he went to to school for production. Yeah. Like, he's... So so he's very good at that. Yeah, it's not like he just, like, kind of started... Because, mm-hmm. like, oh, my girlfriend's a famous YouTuber, I guess I'm gonna... But like, he, ha- he has his own separate brand apart from her. Yeah, he has his own production company. Like, they do... But they also have a podcast together. They have a yeah. Twitch screen- stream together, which yeah. I love. Yeah. So, like, if... The- but, I-, I mean, there are a lot of YouTube channels, though, that are couples, and they were started as coupled YouTube channels. That doesn't happen as much anymore, but there that was definitely... A, that was definitely a thing back in the day. Um... Yeah, but also, see, then it gets to the issue of when you have YouTubers who, a lot of times it happens where they're, you know, just similar friend groups, mm-hmm. and I, this happens with, like, celebrities and stuff, yeah. too, but it's just, I'm more familiar with the politics of it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
is, you know, they're in the same friend group, they're seen with each other a lot, people start shipping them, Mm -hmm. but they're not together. That can, like, ruin friendships. Yeah, well, because, like, I know, like, with Troy Sivan and Tyler Oakley, Mm -hmm. Troiler was such a big thing, and they kind of just went with it, Mm -hmm. but I think... Part of the reason they went with it is because Troy, I think, was actually dating Connor Franta at the time. And so <laughs> I was feel- not dating each other at this point. And, and so he was, I think he was kind of just, like, letting the trailer yeah. thing ride yeah. so that he didn't have to, you yeah. know, whatever. But, like, that happens. And so, okay, back to the whole band thing. Yeah. I have... Take it back now. Literally, though. no shame. I was in... <laughs> I've been in One Direction fandom and Five Seconds of Summer fandom primarily. Yeah. Um, and no shame. Literally Sarah no shame. Sarah was obsessed. Proud. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Proud. Um, hashtag one DAF. Oh, um, no. But <laughs> one DAF. One DAF. Um, I hate it. But back in the day, the very early days of One Direction, um, when they were still young, like Harry and Niall were under 18, yeah. you know, um, a lot of people shipped... Louis and Harry. Yeah. They called it Larry Stylinson because it was <laughs> Louis Tomlinson. Heard, I've never heard the last name. And Harry funny. Styles. Um, people became obsessed. Yeah. And they, you know, would ask them about it. Like, it would, it got brought up a lot. People would write fan fiction. People, oh, yeah. Yeah. People would do fan art. And at the time, they were both still pretty young. Mm-hmm. And so, neither of them are, like, homophobic, as far as I'm aware. Especially not Harry. Not <laughs> um, Like, know. from what I understand, they're, they're, they're both, you know, pretty open to that sort of stuff. But they were young. Yeah. And, like, I think that freaked them out a little bit. I think... Because it would have freaked them out. No matter whether... What gender their bandmate was, whatever. I feel like being questioned about that so much... Yeah. It has to be super overwhelming. Right. And so they, like, they were really good friends, you know, at the beginning of this. And that's, you know, why this whole Larry Sound thing took off is because they were such good friends. But they, over time, like, grew further and further apart. And, like, they, like, you know, by kind of the last time that One Direction was still doing stuff together, I mean, yeah, they were friends, but they, nothing near what no. they were at the beginning. Yeah. And a lot of people blame it on the fact that there were so aggressive mm-hmm. shippers of them two together yeah. and that it ruined their friendship. Yeah. And, like, I can totally see that happening. Yeah. I don't, my my professor that they have for my fandom class, I had him before, and he has done studies mm-hmm. on, like, the Larry fandom mm-hmm. in particular. Yeah. Because it's just, it's wild. Yeah. And like I said, people get so emotionally invested. And so when people hear them say, like, no, we're not dating, people get mad yeah. at, at them. them. Like, saying it's their fault. And Why it's aren't like, you dating? It's, it's like, weird. you're supposed to be standing these people. If you stand, like, a person or whatever, like, you need to, like, you should stand them regardless yeah. of yeah. who, like, who they are not dating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... People I think get so invested. They just get so invested, and they think that they're entitled to something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And, I mean, that's definitely, like I said, that's the dark side of fandom. Yeah. And, like, that's just, I mean, it's something that you kind of have to deal with if you mm. want to be involved in fandom. Like, it's not going to really go away. Yeah. It doesn't make fandom terrible as a whole, but it's definitely yeah. there, and it's, like, it's something we talked about, especially for, like, young fans who can mm-hmm. just kind of 
see maybe other people doing this and kind of mm-hmm. get swept up in it, especially when you're at that age where, like, mm-hmm. for a lot of people, like, relationships are, like, all-consuming. Right. Because at, at the time... Because the One Direction fandom really has grown up with One Direction. Oh, definitely. Like, I think a lot of people view One Direction fans still as a bunch of teenage girls, but that's not necessarily... I mean, it's definitely part of it. There are definitely a lot of teenage girls, but but there are also plenty of people who aren't teenage girls. Yeah, that were teenage girls, like, at the time they started. Or or weren't even teenage girls at the time it started. And so, at the time, though, a lot of the fan base was quite young. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, high school aged. Mm -hmm. And so, it's... They don't necessarily know how to deal right with that sort of thing mm-hmm. in a way that is healthy for everyone involved. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason it got out of hand. Oh, yeah. And, like, I've, um, in some of my classes, we've talked about kind of the psychological meaning of, like, being so attached to a celebrity mm-hmm. and, you know, seeing them as someone that you actually know mm-hmm. and, like, being attached to them. And a lot of people think that it's a way for, Teenage girls in particular, and this is something, you know, the fact that the studies are focusing on teenage girls is a little, like, okay, like, there's other fans. There and, like, are, not yeah. really straight, like, chill out. But yeah, that it's a way for a lot of young teenage girls to, like, navigate how a romantic or sexual relationship is, but mm-hmm. without any risk because they're never going to meet the person. They can right. all just imagine it in their head. So if you imagine if that's true mm-hmm. and people are kind of using these celebrities as you know, a pseudo-relationship mm-hmm. to learn the norms and to learn yeah. what goes on in a relationship that, you know, it makes sense that people get so emotionally attached because you feel like you know this person right. and then they do what you don't want. Like, it makes yeah. sense that you would feel upset. Right. And I think, I mean, yeah, obviously not all people who like boy bands are straight teenage girls. Right. I remember, I remember very clearly one time my sister said something to me to the effect of, like, you know you only like or people only like One Direction because they think they're cute. I think most of them are ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting it out That's funny. Um, They've grown up well, but especially at the time when they were big, like, that your sister would have been saying that, none of them looked good. Like, I mean, I found them aesthetically attractive to different varying degrees, right? (laughs) Sure. But, like... That wasn't why I liked them. And, like, especially, especially with the knowledge you. that I'm Arrow Ace. Like, yes, I can find people aesthetically attractive, but, but like, I wouldn't not... want to date them. Like, no. what? And so, like, I think that's just a very basic misunderstanding of how fandom works and how standing yeah. boy bands works. But that's that's fandom politics. Well, that's a whole, yeah, to, <laughs> to not get into a whole other fandom politics. And a lot of things with this happens in fandom studies, too, is people just see it as, like, a fangirl. And mm-hmm. then it's, like, 12-year-old girls who don't matter and like their mm-hmm. opinions are just blah and so we shouldn't pay attention to them but like yeah it's not all that and even if it was like it's still fine right and whatever it's, it's also just the issue of like as you were saying like you think you know them mm-hmm. and you think you are reading them correctly you think yeah. you're reading their life correctly and that might not be the case and that's really interesting too because like one of so agents of shield it's a prime television show highly underrated um, but, no comment. but, um, my favorite character slash also one of my favorite actors on the show, um, his, his name's Ian DeCastaker, and he is quite low profile. His mm-hmm. castmates had to force him to get an Instagram. <laughs> um, he doesn't use social media yeah. at all. If he doesn't like having pictures taken of him, like, it's not like he's, but like... he's so pretty. He's so pretty. But, like, <laughs> but, like, I really like him. And, yeah. like, from what I know about him, like, I, like, he's really funny and, like, but he's also very, 
like he doesn't talk a lot in interviews and mm-hmm. stuff and so when he does it's like everyone listens yeah. to him because he's actually talking yeah. and he is very funny but also because he keeps such a low profile i don't really know that much about him right and i feel like it's a good way to keep myself in check yeah of like okay, yeah, I really like him as a person, but, like, do I really know that much about him as a person? Yeah. I can't assume anything about him. But also, like, even if you did, and even for for those of us, and it's really, it happens to everyone that you feel like you know a celebrity or a character, yeah. it's, like, not your fault either. Yeah. Like, looking at the psychology behind it, the mm-hmm. studies that have been done, it's not like it's your fault. Like, you yeah. shouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah. Like, it's it happens, and I think it can be really useful in a lot of ways, especially mm-hmm. if... You know, you're like a socially anxious person or you just, you know, you're trying, you're struggling with your identity, you know, like becoming attached to a celebrity or character that you see yourself in or you see as a role model. I think that has a lot of great benefits. It's when, you know, we get to this place where it's harming actual people Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's kind of like this needs to stop. But like, there's nothing inherently bad about it. Right. I agree. I just think it can get harmful. And I feel like especially back to this whole idea of, like, shipping real people. Yeah. Um, there's only, okay, there's only one time that I've ever shipped people who weren't together, mm-hmm. and I felt weird about it at the time. Like, I knew, I felt, like, weird yeah. that I was doing it, but also I couldn't help it. Well, yeah. But, like, I try very hard to avoid shipping real people. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I do, it's usually because they are in a long-term relationship, yeah. are married. Yeah, and then you it's know, like, well, it makes And then sense. it's like, it's, that's, it's kind of okay. Yeah. But also... You see, there's some, I per, I'm i a big proponent of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. However, when the fan fiction involves real people. It's so weird. Have you ever seen videos of people reading fanfic about themselves? I cannot watch those videos. So I literally funny. can't so, watch those videos. They're so funny. Like, I know, like, back in the day, like, Tyler Oakley and Marcus Butler were, like, the first ones to really, like, sail that ship mm-hmm. of, like, reenacting fan fiction of yourself. And I... I still have never watched that video. <laughs> like, that was back in the day when I used to watch every single one of Tyler yeah. Oakley's videos, and I couldn't, I could never do it. That's and so it, funny. Because it just makes me really uncomfortable. Because it's like, and like, that is why so many people, like, they exist on Twitter, they exist on Instagram, whatever, but a lot of people do not delve into Tumblr because yeah. of that. I mean, and even if that wasn't happening, I don't know that I would recommend going into Tumblr for any celebrity. Yeah, like, looking up yourself would be terrifying. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, you see, like, fan fiction, and sometimes it's fan fiction with... I once read a fan... <laughs> one mm-hmm. time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I It was Five Sauce fan fiction, but it was with the characters, but all of the other characters in it were original characters. Oof. And so it was like, it's almost like you're turning the real person into a character and it's not really Yeah, bad. not as bad. Um, and so, like, I I don't feel as weird reading mm-hmm. stuff like that because it's like, yes, it's the person, but it's, mm-hmm. it's really like a caricature of the yeah. person. What weirds me out is when you have, like, imagines or, like, that sort of thing where it's, like, them and then they do, like, Y slash N, like, your name. I hate... I... That... I hate it. Well, I hate that for any type of fan fiction. It can be, like, fictional fan fiction. Like, self-insert Yeah, well, self-insert makes me feel... But, like... Gross feelings. I feel like with real people, it's just so... 
it makes me so uncomfortable. Like, because, again, I've mentioned this in previous episodes. Like, when I see YN, I view that as, like, a person. Like, that's a character. That's that's not me. Yeah, no. But a lot, like, the reason people write those imagines and read those imagines is because they do want to imagine themselves in that situation. And that makes me a little uncomfortable. See, here's the thing, though. Like, it makes me uncomfortable, too. I don't want to read it. However... I know that most people have had those thoughts in their head, imagining themselves meeting a celebrity and things happening. That's the thing, though. We all have those thoughts. Right. So is it so wrong to write it down? I guess not. I just, like, especially when, like, there's the really explicit ones, and it's, like, sometimes people will literally send them to the person that it's written about. Well, okay, yeah. And that's an issue. When it gets that far, yes, I agree. And the explicit is a little much, but I still can't tell people, like, don't yeah, write it. Because I, I know that it's a human thing and we all think it. So, like, who am I to tell you, like, stop that when I know for a fact that yeah. a lot of people have those thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's totally normal to have those thoughts and feelings. So, like, who am I to censor you yeah. when it, I've been through the same thing, you know? Right. It's just sort of, like, it's kind of, like, on that line where it's, oh, like... Oh, definitely. Well, yeah, you're, you're very you're very close to crossing it, and, like, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily. Yeah. But, like, it's very easy to cross the line Yeah, and point. I mean, like, even though I'm saying, like, who am I to censor that, it is, mm-hmm. it becomes, I can't as easily say that when it's about someone that's real. Yeah. Because it does come with implications and consequences. Yeah. So, on one hand, you know, everyone's having these thoughts and feelings. On the other hand, mm-hmm. sh- should we be having these thoughts and feelings, you know? Yeah. Or, like, even stuff that people, like... If they see a person that they're a big fan of, and, you know, it's usually in some sort of situation where it's not like they just ran to them on the street, yeah. right? Um, and, like, they'll, like, yell things at them. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, you oh, know, fuck me! And it's like, <laughs> don't say that to a person. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what like, are you doing? Well, it's like 2017 comments. You, do you remember, Did you watch that podcast episode of Jen and Julian? No, I did. didn't. Okay, so you know how in 2017 a lot of people were commenting things like, that were, like, very violent and sexual. Like, no. here, please pause. Okay. So there's this thing, there's this concept called 2017 comments. And I'll read you a few examples, and then maybe you'll be like, oh, I've seen these before. Okay. Um, so I'm sorry, so you're pretty explicit. But, like, they're meant... I'll get into it. Okay. Um, let's see. Trample my taint with a stiletto and call me 2008 hot. Oh, Choke yeah. me with your DIY flower crown and smuggle me across the Mexican border. Yeah, I'm familiar now. Uh, force me, feed me pancakes at a popsicle stick table and see how many balloons it takes for me to fly. I don't get that one. Okay, anyway, so it's basically, like, just yeah. very shocking and violent things that yes. people often comment or send, like, tweet at, yes. like, celebrities. Yes. And so to me, what, so when Jenna and Julian did this, they did it as a joke and they, mm-hmm. like, did a game with it where they, like, put yeah. phrases together and they made some really funny ones. Yeah. But it's interesting because... Later in 2017, they all became a joke because mm-hmm. people were like, oh my god, these are ridiculous. And people, yeah. like, purposely came up with ones that were mm-hmm. extremely ridiculous. Right. But, like, that started from somewhere, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's definitely... I've definitely seen, um, like, Buzz, BuzzFeed sort of... What? <laughs> I found another good one. What is it? Snort cocaine off of my ovaries and hum the I Love Lucy theme song into my right ear violently. Okay. I'm gonna have to stop or I'll just keep laughing at these. Yeah, okay. Um, but, like, I've seen, like, BuzzFeed asks type stuff where they're, like, interviewing, like, movie stars or whatever, and 
they're like, oh, we're going to be relevant to the internet. And they read Thirst um, comments. And, they, and I saw, they read Thirst comments. I saw the Star Wars one. It was a funny video. Yeah. Though. Okay. <laughs> it's really funny. Some of them go off well. Some of them are very funny. Yeah. Some of them, if the person reading the comments about themselves doesn't understand the culture, yeah. you can tell it's making them really uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, I think it's just important for, like... You have to you have to understand it, and if you understand the culture of it, yeah. you know not to take weird shit personally. Because yeah. there's also this culture of like negging, right? Where like you insult the people oh, that you yeah. love, yeah. right? Um, and it's like if you, you like drag them, right? If you like drag them, and like if you understand the yeah. culture of negging of you know 2017 yeah. comments, you you understand that. To some extent, this is a joke, and it's not, you know, ill-intended. But if you don't understand that, Mm -hmm. and they're saying this stuff about you, they're saying this stuff about, you know, like, shipping you with someone and being really aggressive about it, and they might just be being aggressive about it. Yeah. But usually you can tell. Usually you can, yeah. if, If you're not familiar with the culture, you can't tell. Yeah. Like, see, for me, I can tell when comments like that are a joke. And yeah. when people are, like, part of the fandom. But, yeah, I mean, there's a certain amount of, like, media literacy that I feel mm-hmm. like celebrities have to have at this yeah. point. Or else you would be constantly bombarded with this stuff and, mm-hmm. like, totally overwhelmed if yeah. you didn't realize, like, it was a joke or coming from a place right. of, like, fan shit. Right. You know? And it's, like, um, there absolutely is horrible shit said on the internet oh, about yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. And that's the reason why a lot of famous people don't use social media. Yeah. I remember, like, Daisy Ridley used it yeah, for a while. So and then she was Instagram like, down. I can't do it anymore. It and it's, like, you know, I respect people who do that. Like, that's mm-hmm. absolutely their choice. Um, but, like... I think it's still important whether or not you have, you know, use of the internet, Mm -hmm. um, that you understand the difference Mm -hmm. so that, like, when it's shitty, it can be properly addressed and be like, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Maybe can y'all stop? Maybe don't. (laughs) Um, or, like, just do it in a sector of the internet that I can't see. Yeah. Um, but, like, they also need to understand when it's... When it's just a joke. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just difficult, especially for people that didn't grow up on the internet. Yeah. It can be hard to tell. Like, yeah. it can be. Yeah. So, like, understandable. But, yeah. I just think... I really just think the most harmful thing is when you're really aggressively shipping people who aren't actually together. Yeah. I think that's the worst way it could happen. Because mm-hmm. that's... I mean, that skins into a way where it affects those people's actual personal life. Yeah. And they, like, can't go anywhere because the paparazzi is now also right. shipping them. And, like... So, yeah. I think that's definitely what I think is most harmful and people should be, like, most aware of. And, like I said, mm-hmm. we all have those thoughts and feelings where you might see some celebrities and be like, oh, like, that'd be fun if they would date. But, like, it's mm-hmm. taking... You have to stop yourself before yeah. crossing a line, you know? Yeah. And also, like... um Some people, it's like, no, I would never date that person. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Other people, though, it's an even more complicated situation. Like, what if they... Because, like, there there might be feelings, but they might not be there yet. And I remember, so, with um, Zosug and Alfie Days, um, both YouTubers, they were in the same YouTube circle, um, people shipped them for a while, Mm -hmm. and they always were like, no. And then there was a vlog done by... Um, their friend Jim Chapman, and Jim was at the time engaged to another YouTuber, and now they're married, and they're very cute. But um, he 
they were at, like, VidCon or, like, somewhere in the city or something. So they were all together, and he was just, like, you know, vlogging Mm -hmm. them in their hotel room. And in the vlog, he really quickly panned over the desktop of Mm -hmm. Zoe's um, computer. Mm -hmm. And he didn't notice it, and he didn't realize it. And so he posted it to YouTube, Mm -hmm. and then everyone freaked out when they got to that part of the video, because if you paused the video, you could see that her background was a picture of her and Alfie kissing. Mm. And so people were like, oh, (laughs) they're dating, and they were like, shit, we weren't going to tell people yet, because we weren't ready yet, Uh but like, now we have to. And it's fine, because they're still dating, you know, five years later. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad it didn't get ruined. Yeah. They live together. It's really annoying, though, because they, um, people come to their house all the time, and they've had to call the police multiple times. God, that's times. another thing, you guys. Don't go to people's houses. Although, I trust you all. Yeah, like, that's it's fine. Fucking but, like, worse. don't um, do it. But, yeah. It, it, and in that case, you know, happy ending. Mm-hmm. It turned out okay. But, like, still not what you want to deal with. Yeah, but, like, what if that relationship hadn't worked out, and they had, you know, just started dating, and then it yeah. didn't quite work right? Yeah, like, no, that would have been the worst, because <laughs> they sucked. Like, not only are they in the same social circle, but they're mm-hmm. in the same YouTube circle. Yeah. And, like, like that's, that's... their work. Right. And so that's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but now they live in a giant-ass house in Brighton, and... Well, good for them, I guess. <laughs> you know, they recently moved, and their new house is huge! Same. I, too, have lots of um <laughs> and a stable relationship. But, yeah, I just think if you're gonna ship real-life people, I can't tell you not to. I just think you need to... Just be careful about think it. Think about it, and be careful about it, and think about the fact that the people on the other end are real people with real lives and real relationships. This feels very luxury. We're not trying to lecture you. We're not, but I think it's important to go. <laughs> no, it definitely is. I think, especially, I don't know, as this hasn't been an issue forever, you know, this is a very recent mm-hmm. thing that we have to deal with, with people that right. are like micro-celebrities. Mm-hmm. They're like people that are uh, celebrities because of the internet, and so they're even more real people than maybe yeah. A-list celebrities. So it's, you know, it's something we have to mm-hmm. all kind of deal with. Or like even if if you are shipping them, like, say they are gay, but they're not out yet, and you're shipping them with a guy. Like, yeah. that could be, that that could be, like, a roadblock to coming yeah. out, because if you aren't ready yeah. to face that, you know, that can be a whole struggle. Yep. Also, like, what if someone shipped me, like, romantically with someone, I would be like, what the fuck? Sure, I think people ship us. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. But, like, that would, <laughs> that would make me feel kind of weird. Like, would it I would, make you feel uncomfortable people shipped us, Sarah? Probably not. <laughs> Is it because we're already married? Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, for me, it would depend on who it was. Like, I, I think if some people I would find funny. Well, we would... Like, if I'm very close to the person, I would find it funny. We would... Okay, if people shipped us, like, I feel like we could do a good skomish out of it. <laughs> and we we could... Listen. We could just... We could market it. You know, I think we could profit. Ride, ride the wave. I think we could ride the wave really well. Probably profit a little Incredible. bit off it. I think we'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah. You just... You, people... People are people. People are people. You know? Everyone is a, a people. is a complex person, Everyone whether or not people. you think you think about it or not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally just paused you our idiot. recording. Um. All right. So, what's our poll, Kayla? Oh boy. I don't know. If Kayla and Sarah had a ship name, it's Sayla. We know this That's already. That's like so lame, though. Sorry. Ooh, new one. Um. Uh. Casacello. Ew, God, people can't even say my last name when it's, like, just <laughs> my last name. No. <laughs> no. Okay. 
After some deliberation, we've done it. <laughs> and also watching a Facebook video about tapeworms. No, oh my god, no, no. I mean, they're pretty gross. Anyway, stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have a poll. So it's: Have you ever? Um, Never shipped... have you ever. Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> have you ever shipped real life people who weren't already together? Yes. So the first, the first mm-hmm. answer is press one four. Is, press one four. Yes, and I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. Second one is yes, but I felt weird about it or mm-hmm. like felt bad about it. And the third one is just no. And the fourth option is worms. No, we're not putting a fourth. We're option. not. Um, but yeah, so that's our poll. You can find it on our Twitter at Sounds Fake Pod. Um, we also also on our Twitter is a GIF of a little ace worm. No, yeah, that's not cute. a gross worm, but you can go just see that an cute ace worm. Just an ace worm. You can go see that. It's cute. I retweeted some cool. I retweeted a cool thing that this art piece that this girl did. That's nice. Have you seen it? No, I think so. You I should think look at her Twitter. It. It's really cool. So that's on there also. That's exciting. It's pretty neat. You know where she got the worm was Tumblr. Where I found the worm. Um, she found yes. the worm on Tumblr. Our Tumblr is uh, soundsfakepod.tumblr.com. It's hopping. It ha- Actually, also it's, has some worms it's on it. Their, it's it's wiggling. Slid, it's they wiggling. wiggle. They wiggle. They, have you seen the videos of the salamanders that like basically look like worms with two front legs? Oh, I hate it. <gasps> they're so cute. <laughs> have you not seen it? No, I or, have. Oh, no, I have. So cute. Um, yeah, you can also email us soundsfakepod at gmail dot com. Um, you know what else you can do? What we have stickers. We do have stickers. They're on Redbubble. Rude booble. Um. We don't have a our own special URL, I don't think. No, I made a tiny one. She made a tiny I think one. It's, it's like tinyurl.com slash SFBO sticker. Oh. I'm not confident, but there are wow. links. I feel like you should be more confident. But I'm not. But there are links on our Twitter and our Tumblr. Stellar. You can get and cute, our SoundCloud. cute little stickers if you want to support us that way. You know, what's another way to support us? I don't know, Sarah. What is it? Patreon.com oh slash SoundsFakePod. I'm riveted. Tell me more. We have four pages. I can't believe we just turned our podcast into an infomercial. It's amazing. Wow, brand new. Uh, so our first... $5 patron is Sydney Mook. Her Instagram is at Sydney Moo. You should say hi. Why do you have to sing it like that? I don't know. I feel like it's got to be interesting every week. Oh my god. Because, like, it just gets boring. Like, I in- I changed my intonation at the beginning as well. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so our sec- our <laughs> second $5 patron, patron, I always accidentally say the oh wrong thing, is Jennifer Smart. You can find her on YouTube by looking up Land Productions. That's L-E-H-E-N. Our third patron is Asritha. Her Instagram is at Asritha underscore V. That's at A-S-R-I-T-H-A underscore V. $10 patrons. We've got Emma. She's got her new YouTube. Uh, You can find her by looking up Emma T. Fink on YouTube. That's E-M-M-A-T-F-I-N-K. I I killed that. That went great. Oh, my God, Sarah. (laughs) You are such an asshole. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.